Welcome back to Sunday Roast. How's it going, guys? How the hell are you? How are your hearts? And how are your heads? Guys, what's going on? How are you doing? I'm doing good. I actually had a very good week. Thank you for asking. Um, real quick, thank you to everybody who subscribed to the Patreon. It means the world to me. It makes such a huge difference. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. The Baby Roast is back with such a prepubescent infant-like bang. If that makes sense, uh, we're doing weekly shows now on the Patreon every Wednesday or there, thereabouts. Uh, at the moment, I'm currently exploring the world of mystics, uh, fortune tellers, faith healers, spoofers, liars, criminals, crooks and bandits and fairies. We're going to be doing like a live tarot card reading. Basically, I'm going to be getting on the phone this week and doing like a live reading wherein I'm going to try and use my intellectual prowess or basically the same as anybody with a working frontal lobe to lead this psychic down the garden path and hopefully mislead them into telling me my name is like Gareth, I'm 48 and I work in as an accountant. And then do the big grand reveal of you're a spoofer, you're a spoofer, you're a liar and a spoofer. Uh, so that's on Patreon. We've just done a, the, I was doing some phone calls to them last week. If you want to hear any of that and follow on my sort of journey into the world of spirituality, um, please subscribe patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. Also, thank you to every single person who has recently followed me on Instagram at Megan Mark. Please continue to follow me. I suppose maintain the following. Um, that's about it with the pre-rigmarole and all the rest. Now, let's get into it. Guys, I hope you're good. I hope you've adapted well to the recent drop in temperatures and all of the rest. Now, I some of you will know, I have made, been making the use of a scooter in the last week, okay? It's not my scooter. It's not my scooter. Although I do want one, I am actually giddy. I am giddy at the prospect of joining the more flaccid members of society and owning my own scooter. But in order to justify this purchase, I was advised by those around me that I should try out one first to ensure it's not just, you know, for instance, a fleeting impulse purchase a la when I... Did I want to get a dog recently? Good luck. Like, never... The way I said that was actually preposterously South Dublin sounding. I actually hated the sound of my own voice, but I've recorded too much to delete it and to go again. We'll just have to fucking swallow it. Nevertheless, I've been getting my hand on a scooter. I've, I love it. Guys, I love it. It's changed my life. It's actually changed my life. It's given me independence. It's pathetic how much a mechanical little scooter can change one man's life, but it is phenomenal. It's a horse for the modern man. A contemporary steed with speed. It helps me get from A to B. I can go anywhere. I feel like there's hope on the horizon again now. I can start living. There is light at the end of the tunnel. I can go literally anywhere. Within six to eight kilometers due to the battery and all that shit. But like, you know, within reason. It's given me freedom. And I love it. I absolutely love it. But what I will say is. It has revealed a lot to me, you know, because when I got this scooter, I was like, this is, this is actually really cool. I might get some slags. I might get some insults. And I have, by the way, my inbox, this, uh, my requested messages on Instagram this week has nothing, has been nothing short of bullying. Basically, people sending me messages and pictures of where they've spotted me, like sort of Jason Bourne again, virgin going around on my scooter and going, you look like an idiot. You look like a gimp. I thought this was cool. I thought this was a natural sort of quirk to add to the portfolio of spoof. Do you know what I mean? I thought people would enjoy this. Like, at the end of the day, comedians are supposed to be alternative 
you know, people. David O'Doherty rides his bikes, for instance. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld rides his cars. Woody Allen rides his stepdaughter. Do you know what I mean? We all have our things. So I thought that I would get away with it. But you know what the most pathetic thing about it is? I was, <laughs> I was telling this to my family during the week and I'm, a fr- I'm, I'm hesitant to admit it, but why not? When I got the scooter on Tuesday, I think, right? I took it for a little test drive and I got to grips with it. Then I was going into the supermarket later on. Now, I live relatively close to a very famous actor, okay? I'm not going to reveal you his name, reveal his name, but I live very close to a very famous actor. His, uh, the street that he lives on is sort of like, what's the word, perpendicular to mine? No. What, like, so if you come out of my house and go right, then you go left, it's his house. So on the, on the other adjoining road, nevertheless, he lives there. But that's not the way that I usually, usually to go to the shops, I go straight down on the road. However, the mind of the man is such a mystifying and moronic thing at times. Whenever I was going down to the supermarket, I took a left and took the long way just to go in front of his house. As if, by the way, as if Killian Murphy, a oh damn, as if a um, random actor is just perpetually sitting beside his window like a pensioner who's no longer in touch with her family and only sees them at Christmas, just waiting for a bit of activity on the road, right? But like, as if he's just gonna, as if he's gonna be standing by the curtain and sees me, a thirty-one-year-old with the body of a doughy-like person. Um, scooting along, honey, honey, quick, get Christopher Nolan on the phone. We've found our next guy. Do you know what I mean, why is he going to be that impressed by this fat imbecile going along on a scooter? But that's what my mind thought. My mind genuinely thought, oh, he's going to look. He, if he sees this, he's going to think, let's get this guy in the movies. He does his own stunts. You know what I mean? Absolutely is so embarrassingly pathetic. So I scooted by his house and yeah, lo and behold, I've yet to get a call from Christopher Nolan to be in the next Batman movie. But look, there you go. Get in touch with my inner child. Most of my ex-girlfriends listening to this will probably say, you already are in touch with your inner child. Just look at the size. Oh, welcome back to the Sunday Roast. I've been getting heckled everywhere, guys. Honestly. Like, I was going into, um, I went into the theatre on Thursday night. Oh, by the way, to see Summer Hill. I think it's sold out. Written and directed by Stephen Jones, starring Rex Ryan and two other people I've forgotten their names of. But it's in Glass Mask Theatre on Dawson Street. It is so excellent. I cannot describe. Um, it was, you know, when they say, oh, it was a real triumph. Relax, like it's a play. It's not, you know, they didn't overcome the the Nazis. I was about to say the Jews. <laughs> Jesus, but you know what I mean? They, like, it, w- it was a superb play. Uh, phenomenally written and directed, and the performance in it are nothing short of outrageous. It's a proper dark comedy. I hate when people go, oh, it's real dark comedy. Why is it dark comedy? And then it's not actually that dark. This one is. But so I, I scooted in to see this on Thursday night, and I was heckled more than my teenage years. It was absolutely outrageous. Why is it that a man went, you know, why can't a middle-aged guy just scoot around the place without being abused? I felt like a woman in a miniskirt. It was ridiculous. An unwarranted, unsolicited shouting. I got heckled by this girl. She was on, um, like, on an office night out, okay? They were going into, like, Cafe on Seine or somewhere on Dawson Street. And she got, she was like, 
she was like having a go at me for having the scooter, like insulting me and stuff. Like, you look like the world's worst superhero. Ha 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 ha. Literally, you don't have a leg to stand on, uh, Sharon. You've still got some of the chicken and stuffing sandwich on your lips from lunch. You know, when you see somebody who's like on the office night out, but they've gone straight from the office to the night out and it just looks like her, like she's, she's tried to jazz up the office outfit to make it look more, you know, like, like evening appropriate where she's done like a Britney knot on her office blouse. You, you, you look absolutely ridiculous. Why are you smoking? Is that just to mask the smell of the prawn cocktail crisps you had at lunch from the Tesco meal deal with the chicken and stuffing sandwich? Do you know what I mean? You've got so much biro on your hands, Sharon. I think you've got varicose veins. Your hands look like my granny's ankles. Do you know, nothing ruins a swim, by the way, like seeing the see-through calves of, his unrelen- of an unrelenting pensioner, does it? I go for a swim every day at nine. What do you do for the rest of the day? Probably more than you, Mark. Nevertheless, people are giving me such grief for this scooter. It's driving me up the wall. I went over to my sister's the other night. She met me at the front gates. She met me at the front gates. Listen, I just don't think you should come in here. You should bring that in here. What do you mean? Well, you shouldn't bring that inside. I haven't brought a seven-year-old Dutch boy to a dinner party and introduced him as my muse. It's a scooter. Well, you won't be bringing that in here. Like a perco- Like people are so angry. They're like, well, you, well, you're not bringing that in here. You're not bringing that inside. Like some sort of ratty American teenager in a movie speaking to his father's new girlfriend when he brings her to Thanksgiving. This is ridiculous. Oh, you look like, you look like such a bad superhero because I was wearing a long coat, you know? You look like an embarrassing superhero flailing in the wind. This, 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 leave me alone, you know? Some woman had a go at me in the street coming up when I was coming up outside my house earlier on. Uh, hello? I was like, all right. She's like, what happened to the hive is? Uh, hello, what happened to your husband? You know, give me a break here, please. Ridiculous carry on. Absolutely ridiculous carry on. The abuse that a grown man gets for scooting around the place. It's absolutely insane. You look like a bad suit. Yeah, they should. They should. Maybe I am a superhero. Maybe I am a superhero. And I've been here to sent here to clean up the streets from cyclists. Because cyclists, by the way, are the worst people in the world. They are the worst people in the world. I never really understood the rhetoric, the anti-cyclist rhetoric that was doing the rounds and sort of cultural conversations of the last few years. Cyclists are the worst people in the world. Una Lahan, RTE News. Do you know what I mean? They are genuinely, though, the sense of entitlement they have is absolutely outrageous. The amount of spit that my mouth just produced when I said that was absolutely outrageous. Oh, you look like the world's worst superhero. Ha 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 ha. Ah. I see we've got the newfound confidence of somebody who's had four daiquiris by five o'clock. Is that it, Aoife? Or Sharon? You know? The handbag with the Asics runners, the deodorant, and a few Eskimo mints that you stole from the sushi place when you paid for the bill at lunch. Get the hell out of my face, please. She wasn't the only one, by the way. She wasn't the only one. Whenever I was going down to the supermarket the other day, I was on the bike cycle track. Because that's what you're allowed to do, by the way. You're on the scooter. These things are legal, aren't they? Will somebody tell me if that's true or not? But these things are legal. So, I'm on the scooter track, and there's these two little pups for want of a better word, these two little pups cycling down against me. And the little one, cheeky as ever, oh, yo, get out of the way, dude, he says in his inexplicably American accent. Now, I'm not one to have a go, people, for accents, but there you go. Get out of the way, dude. By ele- he was only 11 years of age. So obviously I was left with no choice, but I carry a little piece of broken glass with me, right? Sort of like so I can see around corners like a crouching sniper, sniper in Saving Private Ryan. 
I gave him a Chelsea grin, you know. That little fucker won't be smiling in his next TikTok, little rat. I never understood, by the way, in those war movies, the desire, you know those mirrors they use, like, to shave? They use, like, a piece of gro- broken glass. I never understood the desire by these men to shave in the middle of war. Like, if I'm in a situation, as like, as soon as the bucket is produced to use as a toilet, and you're swatting away rats in order to get into an ancient tin of tuna for sustenance, that's when the grooming goes out the window. I don't think I'd care about the shaving. Also, I wish more war movies had scenes like halfway through where they break into an old house in a now abandoned village and come across some bottles of whiskey. War stops for the night and they have an evening by the fire talking about their hopes and dreams and future aspirations. Oh, here's a dusty old picture of Jenny. She's waiting for me. Me and her are going to buy a big old house in Oklahoma and set up a little restaurant at the store, you know. You're getting shot tomorrow. Your foot's going to end up in the neighbor's garden because of a landmine. I've never been one for self-help books, but you guys really need to focus on the present. Forget Jenny. Forget the landmine. Forget the shop. Forget the hardware store that you're going to... You're, going to you're, you're all going to die. Think... Damn. Think about now, please. Think about the here and now. Oh, get out of the way, dude. Uh, Grant, you have no pubes. Good luck. The mind of a man is truly something horrible. Fleeing from the terrifying and toxic, like the Taliban or a middle-aged pseudo-liberal ex-private schoolgirl with a Twitter account, scooting through the steam in the streets like a virgin vigilante, out to find crime bosses in the suburbs of South Dublin. There aren't that many. The evil Lord Leslie Maguire, a monster of a woman who drives a Range Rover and wears the uniform Lulu lemon leggings and Veja runners, even though the only gym she has ever been inside was Jim from Accounts with a strap-on dildo after the Christmas party. I've never understood the concept of strap-on dildos, to be honest. Like, how are you invested in this fantasy so much that you won't believe the penetration to be real? One would assume that the simple force of a standard dildo would be enough to rouse even the most cynical of fantasists. song is surrender. A nation is on its knees in Lycra. The cyclists have evolved from a rogue militia into an empirical force. Their army is everywhere. Most of them went to Gonzaga. Cyclists have taken over the cities and built paths to separate their prisoners from the outside world. Communication is only allowed via Garmin watches which is strictly monitored by the CCOI, Cyclist Cons of Ireland. Any rebellion has been quashed with immediate imprisonment and torture techniques. Anal penetration with the Chili's water bottle. Forced visual consumption of GoPro footage of them cycling out to Clontarf. The blinding lights of 63-year-old men in high-vis cycling shorts has rendered most of the population blind. Owning a car results in execution. Trust has evaporated. Twitching curtains and secret handshakes have become the norm. Those opposed have had to move underground. An intricate series of tunnels beneath the city's foundation lies a group of people unwilling to accept their new overlords. They must be stopped. Introducing Scooter Man, 
A 30-year-old bedroom comedian with the body of Dawn French and the mind of Joseph Coney. A Jason born again virgin. A rogue soldier. On a quest to rescue Sendaya, the smoking hot South Dublin princess who has been stolen by the evil Lord Leslie and her sidekicks, the Happy Plum Brothers. I think she went to Muckris. Scooting through the streets at the midnight hour to evade detection, Scooter Man will do his best to restore peace in the world, or at the very least, get a hand job. Okay, so it's probably not going to win a BAFTA. Yeah? Probably not going to have the Hollywood Foreign Press on the phone in the morning. Very much a straight-to-DVD release. There won't be an Oscar in the post for Scooter Man. I understand that. But maybe they should film more action movies in South Dublin. You know? I don't know. What would the premise be? Watching a posh family have to do the weekly shop in Aldi and not laugh at the names of the own brand stuff. Like Hunky Diddly's for Hunky Dory's. Or Choco Poofs for Cocoa Pops. Or Uncooked Pheasant for the other shoppers. You know, these are all things that are worth discussing. So I hope you had a good night out, Aoife. Or Sharon, whatever your name is. I hope you had a good office night. I hope you got really pissed and you told something totally inappropriate to one of your colleagues that you'd been sworn to secrecy on via email. And now you're going to wake up to a world of shite on Monday when you go back into work and the confidence has worn off. I hope that happens. Nevertheless... There you go. Also, just a real quick one. I did meet somebody on Thursday night or Friday night, and I promise I'll give them a shout out. Um, Kira, uh, nice to meet you. This was really awkward, by the way. I got asked to get in a photo with Kira, um, and I'd just been to the loo at the theatre, and the water from the sink had splashed all over my jeans, so I was really paranoid about it looking like I'd pissed myself. So in the photo, I'm sort of holding my coat closed. It's a long black coat. I'm holding my coat closed. So I look literally like uh, a stalker or not a stalker a flasher like I'm about to do some flashing I wasn't about to do any flashing I was about to do some scooting thank you all the best oh out of the way dude so much for listening to the Sunday Rose guys really appreciate it really appreciate all of the support over the last few weeks months and now years it's been incredible if you haven't subscribed to the Patreon please consider patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan there will be an abundance of content coming your way over the next few weeks and there will be some very very exciting announcements going there where everybody on the Patreon is going to have have first access to Uh, I'm going to be announcing something I can't give away at all now but let's just say it rhymes with schmive schmoes live shows for those with literal cerebral damage um, to their frontal lobes guys thanks so much have a great week look after yourselves and yeah I really appreciate everything you're very good you're lovely you're better than I am thank you (laughs) 